Okay, hello guys, everyone. Today is the first episode of Geeks and Stuff. I'm really excited. Yeah, if you don't know already, my name is Harshit. I'm studying in IIT BHU right now, and I've been trying to do this podcast stuff or anything like communicating to the masses stuff for a long time, and I have tried starting with blogs, you know, the medium stories and all. and but you know something kind of prohibited or like stopped me from making what i really wanted and but i thought that i need to do something that should improve not only my way of interacting with people but a way to communicate and improve my english my vocab and in some way my overall personality because you know when either it is writing or like communicating your thoughts what matters is like you have to be efficient in anything whether you have to write it or to speak it so i also wanted to improve my english a bit because as you must have recognized by now it's not that great yeah so i'm doing this for the first time please don't be a little harsh on me for the first time and that's all i can say yeah <coughs> so the topic for the first podcast is web scraping yeah quite an interesting topic uh it uh, you know what do you say let me search on google it uh, curio no not what like something that generates curiosity in you it yeah it put a very curiosity in my mind like how can i get this data from a particular website into my project because i've been doing data science and machine learning for a while now and i've been trying to create some new projects of my own like uh, i have many ideas i'll share them in the further part of this podcast yeah so that's what i really wanted to do on the first time but i was never able to like i went through a little bit of videos like in almost any data scientist journey when you'll be in your first year or your second or even in third you'll be starting with this and you'll be trying to you'll be getting to know about all these stuff you know uh, here and there like uh, web scraping selenium chromium and beautiful soup library and all these and you must have seen them somewhere or the other but uh, never have known the full potential of it never have utilized it for your own purpose so that's what web scraping is for uh, web scraping is basically extracting the information from a particular html of a website and using it to extract any useful data that you want for your users so first of all the things that <coughs> are included in web scraping is the ethics of web scraping like you can scrape the data all you want no it's not that case uh every website whether it's facebook whether it's google right from the top giants to the even small websites 
they have this uh, robots.txt format which uh, tells all the rules and the guidelines of what a crawler can scrape and what it cannot like what is in the legal um, backyard and what is not okay so it basically acts as a distinguishing line of the law on a tech scale so yeah <coughs> so i mentioned a word right here crawler so what is crawler crawler is basically anything not anything it's uh, there was basically even say like rewards of you know large companies like google take for the example of google search engine how does it know all these text in any website throughout the world whichever hundreds of millions it does not go through all it crawls the websites one on my one like it's a wikipedia so it goes through and goes through that website takes all the text <coughs> parses it and then moves on to the next links next link next links so they act as like yeah you can basically say they crawl throughout the web like a spider so yeah those are crawlers that pass through the all the html sites and provide useful information that we can extract from them yeah okay so first of all the thing that we have to crawl it and then the steps in web scraping come as a parser so what is a parser parser is basically uh, something that can hold these information that we have extracted from the crawler into syntactical scopes like um, um, you know the html body and all it has many tags and all so how would a normal person read it it's not feasible right so crawl um, yeah parser yeah okay so what a parser does is basically it creates like an inverted binary tree structure uh inverse inverted tree structure i can say yeah okay so like html has a body and a head okay so first root of the node you can take as html tag and then there's a body on the left side and with head on the right side and then like in the bot head we have the title we have the metadata we have all these tags so that is separated into that so you you can say like a bottom down approach to it okay so that makes it easier to pass the whole site okay and the next thing come is <coughs> getting all this information right and uh, putting it all down to what you can use for in like pandas data frame format or anything that you want okay so uh, when i talked about crawling there are two main concepts in it like get and post these are the http request basically what is request like uh, we all know that all the websites are based on a server okay they have a particular server of their own and uh, what are uh, normal browsers does is when we type in the site name uh, they send a request to get the html of that particular website from a server and the server uh, takes the request and if it's okay uh it sends a particular response and with along with the html tag so you must have seen all those particular responses like the 404 which means not found 200 is the most common it's uh, the request accepted request okay 
means the site is working fine and it has returned all the data that you have requested um, like uh, you must have noticed all these uh, three digit codes so uh, i've searched through some of them and there is a particular rule uh, like i can tell you about this uh, the four uh, all these requests all these errors or some or the server responses uh, we start with the letter four number four are like the problem that are caused by on the user side okay users end and all those um, starting from five like five or five or anything so that are on the server end so you can uh, tell that whether it's your fault or not where if it says error 500 so don't think that your internet is faulty or something it's on the server's end error okay so yeah so i was talking about all these html requests and what you have in html requests is basically two types of requests get requests and post requests so there's not much difference in that uh, like but in get request it's much easier to see because you must have seen on the google search whenever you do uh, you go see on the um you write on the link like question mark and all that you've searched with the plus signs in between you must have seen it okay so that is basically the get request and post request is basically which sends these kinds of attributes in like a separate space okay they don't send it along with the link they send through a different space so with get and post request you can use them in apis yeah so that was the first thing that i learned today in a course that i was doing on 365 data science website it's a cool website and during this COVID response time we have like a free session till 15th april which is day after tomorrow so i'm basically trying to finish up all these courses on that so yeah so the first thing that we were doing is api so what is an api application programming interface yeah everyone knows the full form but what is it so apis are basically some you can say like uh, you know uh, basic cpu type you send in some request and you get a response okay you do some input and you get some output back so what is the output like the output is mostly in a uh, format which is pretty much familiar to all the web designers out there it's called json and you must be knowing about it it's sort of a, like a dictionary type of format a dictionary of dictionaries and dictionaries or list uh, both okay so yeah so we've done with apis and then we went to all these libraries so yeah and uh, what we did after that was going through the various libraries yeah so what are the libraries we have the html parser beautiful soup beautiful soup is like request html these are all the libraries that we can use for the web scraping purpose and they're actually quite good i went through the whole code and it was very intuitive course telling you all the find methods request methods and whatever you can whatever you want from a website you can achieve it that's basically 
uh, thing. There are th- three types of passes in a beautiful soup library. Uh, that was also told. And the one was uh, LXML. Second was the HTML parser. And third was... Uh, I don't remember the name of it. Okay, no problem. And the basic thing was that the LXML was much faster and much um, robust, you can say. Because it was able to identify the faults. Because most of the websites that you see are like HTML handles all the errors that the designers make. Okay. But when we are parsing through it, uh, we can't make this type of thing. Because uh, then it will all be like uh, mishap happening or yeah, you can say it like that. So we don't do this instead what we do is um, yeah lxml lxml handles all these types of errors and whatever debugging that it has to do and provides all you you know readable format that you can see so basic extracting what happens is like you know you must have seen in the html that there are various tags the a tag anchor tag or the div tags span uh, classes ids the classes ids are the attributes of these so you can use all these type of things like you must have wondered why is there a div tag we are using why is it so important yeah that must have been a question for you because it does nothing basically everyone knows that div tags span tags these are uh, nothing more than defining like you can define what the class and the ids are so then you can use in css uh, other than that uh, you don't find something so yeah basically here also when you're scraping a website you can use them and um, yeah so i would suggest uh, you should also uh, start with web scraping if you are interested to do some projects on your own you want to uh, do some personal project you find a site and have data on it and you want to use the data for your own project which you can think like you can use some machine learning model on it or have some advanced statistics use it to form some uh, excellent graphs on tableau power bi yeah so that you can do and uh, i must recommend that this 365 data science course too no promotions okay um yeah so that was what i learned today and i'll be back with the next podcast tomorrow basically yeah so that's it for me from my side i hope it was like i know it wasn't a good session but still i'm learning and we'll be through on a journey okay thanks bye bye